All right, y'all, we're back at it. Back at it again. What's poppin'? Chiefs lost, and I'm sad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get that right, right, right out of the way, first and Are foremost. You okay? I'm fine. It was not the greatest of games played. Probably our worst performance all year. And it just happened to come then. But the bright side is maybe Brady will retire after this ring now. And, not a chance. But I doubt it. Um, the other bright side is we'll be back. But yeah, there's not a chance that Brady retires. Sorry, man. Well, you know, it is what it is. I can be. I can have wishful, wishful thinking. Um, but yeah, we'll be back. It'll be fine. Um, offensive line was just Swiss cheese, and it had been all season, and just got exposed. So it is what it is. But we're past it i'm also playing around with my audio because i was the one that had technical difficulties my yeah and that's the other thing we were thing a little late an update <laughs> a little late on the on the start because uh tech difficulties but these things happen my it's mic needed good. an update now i don't know what i changed trying to figure it out okay there we go that sound good yeah. for me i'm gonna turn myself up just a shade i think that's perfect yeah it sounds good if chat could help us out if anybody's out there i've got the i've got it monitored right here too it sounds good okay perfect oh, good oh kaden you made it hello this is one of abby's kids i've got uh the chat up and i don't see kaden well you know, give it a second to refresh he's he just popped in but he's there okay. cool welcome kaden what's up kaden welcome to the show hope you're ready for some truth bombs true dude i so full disclaimer i just got back from golfing with my brother-in-law and uh i beat him Fucking nice well, let's go rest in peace um, guy spent his whole life golfing just baseball player turned golfer going out there and beating him shout out hugo i apologize but um <laughs> i was like rushing and then i grabbed i bought like these uh it was, like a 24 pack of different ipas and I grabbed the little box that had four IPAs in them, and I got all the way up here, and I don't have them. Rest in peace. I'm going to have to run down and grab them here in a second because I'm not drinking energy drinks this whole time, brother. <laughs> oh, my man drinking the Bang energy, though. Um, Shout out to Bang. Uh, we're always looking for sponsors, and the <laughs> Sourheads Bang energy drink is not only refreshing but energizing. No crash um very sweet on the tongue palatable to say the least bang it's what's in your fridge <laughs> no bang energy go. drinks are super great they um, are and they're like probably healthy yeah you know? they're at least healthier than whatever else is out on the market probably healthy i'm gonna go grab those ipas okay. i'll be right back entertain the people yes sir uh but yeah guys yeah so technical difficulties is why we have a late start uh no worries though we got it all sorted uh abby welcome hi oh caden's here one of your kids is here so that's super great um our discount jamie aka squash will not be here tonight he is working he's back on the late shift uh for the navy so he will be absent for us tonight but that is okay because we are We'll be just fine. We'll be just fine. But Wolverine Blades, what's going on? Hello, sir. Hello, hello. 
How are we doing on this fine Monday evening? Perfect timing. Okay, you doing uh, doing good, doing just Wolverine. fine. Doing just fine. Dark's gonna be all right. Yeah, we'll be all right. How how are you, Wolverine? Is the main question. True. Only okay. Usually you're doing a little bit better than okay. Long day at work today. Oh Ben, the Chiefs. It's uh, okay though. It is. Let's move. Let's let's move on. I'm not gonna lie, it's I'm gonna I don't even know what the hell we're talking about tonight, but we'll just flow as we flow. It's alright. You know? We're we're talking about well that's a that's a decent decent transition, I guess. You sent me the general principles. Yeah. Um, so but I just typically I've got them like laid out in front of me, kind of written down. Well, tonight. this this is what happens when we do a podcast episode um the day after we normally do and we don't take Saturday to really prepare because the Super Bowl yeah. happened, so football yeah. over everything. Um I drank an entire 12-pack by myself last night. Nice. I drank a six-pack, well, so a little it bit. It was from, like, afternoon, like uh, mid-afternoon till midnight, probably. Oh, well, I drank a six-pack in, like, probably, no, well, I guess mine's the same, probably about, about the two hours before the game, through the game, so. If I was a Chiefs fan, I probably would have drank a 12-pack and a whole bottle of Jim Beam. That's if probably what I, I was a younger person, yeah. But I don't drink like that anymore. <laughs> bro, I'm in my 30s, bro. You're not even close yet. Eh, I mean, Just step up your game. Three and a bit years is kind of close. Um, I was about to make a joke that uh, I shouldn't <laughs> make on the podcast. Anyway, go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Moving <Let's> move <laughs> right along. All right, so today uh, what we're gonna talk about is yeah, I got a couple things, uh, a couple things lined up, and they should pretty much they should tie in pretty well uh, with each other. Um, but we are, what are we at? Two, two-ish weeks since, since, uh, Biden has taken office and, uh, what he's done, what he did do in his inauguration speech was, was preach, um, unity, 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 unity. In a 21 minute speech, this man said the word unity at least eight times. And, uh, you know, as far as inauguration speeches go, it was a decent inauguration speech. Not too bad. Subsequently, though, he left that after talking about unity and went straight to the White House and proceeded to sign 17 executive orders that just demolished everything he just said in his, in, 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 uh, his inauguration speech about unity. Well, uh, let's... Okay, I, hold on. Let me pause you there. I don't love everything... I don't even necessarily like everything, but I I think it would be somewhat unfair to say he demolished everything about unity. Well, here's where we get into it. Uh, yeah, exactly. So here's where we continue. Get into it. So Sorry. He he's and and now I will preface this. I did get a decent amount of this information from uh, Fox News, but I am a smart individual who can see through the bullshit. So. But shame. the majority Massive of this, the majority of this came from, and this, you know, whatever your feelings are on this guy, you know, be be they what they may, uh, but a lot of this came. This was a, a an op ed piece mainly, I guess, or an opinion piece by Newt Gingrich, who is a historian first and foremost, and then was Speaker of the House for a little while. So oh, Newt, first, hold on, not you not say an anything. unintelligent man. 
before you say anything about Newt Gingrich, what kind of cruel parents name their son Newt? Also true. If, if, like, if you kind of just messed I'm, that dude up for life. If I'm not wrong, I believe that's also a term for a baby lizard. Uh, it's that... not a baby lizard. It's actually a type of uh, salamander lizard. It's like in the salamander family. Yeah. See, you see what kind of research I've done coming into this podcast. Right. But at least I knew it was something to do with the lizard. True. But yeah, name your son Newt if you want him to get a life of horribleness. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, you know, he um, and we went over some of those executive orders a couple podcasts ago. Um but so he was he was preaching about unity the whole time and this is some of the stuff you know in this i'm kind of like eh i don't know but uh one of the things they did bring up about you know his d divisive orders was um he he signed uh he signed an executive order that was you know talking about gender and gender gender identity in regards to uh title nine um, and this is saying that it's, it is essentially eliminated Title IX in women's sports. And that was, I read a whole bunch of other stuff about it. And they really like, they kind of really hammered on this a lot. And I don't know why. <laughs> but um, so, you know, it, uh, Title IX was passed in 72 to ensure that colleges and universities received federal funding um, based on the fact that they offered sporting programs in which women can, could, could compete. Um, and, uh, you know, you know, without Title IX, most they say without Title IX, uh, women didn't have the same athletic opportunities as their male counterparts. Which, for the most part, before '72, I can I can agree with, because um, there really wasn't much of women's sports before then. So anyway, so what I'm guessing what 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 Newt, Newt is saying, and I don't even know if this is him actually doing this because this you know I listened to his uh, interview, uh, he didn't really bring it up too much, so. This is just, I guess, extra um, infor information uh, on that. But it's it's basically saying that, like, you know, they're I wouldn't say getting rid of of Title Nine, but in 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 the 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 message of unity or whatever, they're saying that now, you know, if a, a you know they're removing gender and gender identity from Title IX. So a biological male could just walk into the women's basketball program and be like, I identify as a girl, I'm playing on the team. And that's kind of an unfair advantage for that team. It, they made a movie about this. It was called Juana Man, about a guy who gets, it was a fictional movie, obviously, right. a guy who gets kicked out of the NBA and goes and just kicks ass in the WNBA. You know, I I could get, yeah. lost in this for hours i don't care if you are born a male and you want to identify as a female and you want me to call you mrs fine that's i whatever do your thing live your life but to subject females to compete against male athletes within their field and they've interviewed women on this I, I, this it doesn't come from a place of like misogyny <laughs> misogyny or like oh if you're born a male you should stay a male do whatever makes you happy i really don't care um do i agree with it uh, maybe not but if it makes you happy that's fine whatever i i really don't care i want people to be happy at the end of the day right but uh oh god zuby is the uk rapper who um identified as a female for one day and broke the power clean record as a female so basically what he did was one day 
said, hey, I'm a female. This is what I identify as. And went out and power clean that day. And he's a big, strong guy. Shattered the record because I'm sorry, from a logistics standpoint, females are not built in the same way that men are. So on a very average standard, females are much less stronger than men. I, I'm that's just statistics. It's There's not even statistics, it's science. Hormonally and musculaturely. I don't even think musculaturely is a word, but it's it's the same reason men lose weight faster than women, because our home our hormones and our testosterone is completely different and our genetic makeup is different. It's a scientific fact. So to subject these girls who work their entire lives to one day come up against a male who they the male has a head start but now he is just identifying himself as a female and again i'll call you she i'll call you miss i'll call you it they whatever the pronoun you want i'll be happy to honor that and if we go to dinner i'll pull your chair out for you i don't care what you were born as if you're a female and that's what you identify as yeah i will address you as that but to say that a male can compete against a female just biologically, birth right given, is completely insane, dude. It's insane. I I I don't understand it. Right. So yeah, I think I I, I might have got ahead of myself a little bit right here. So let me let me let me backtrack just a little bit and say this. This is. I have to preface this because I'm military personnel and it gets iffy when you want to do a podcast about things and you have to freaking talk about your commander in chief. Okay. This is my personal belief does not represent anything that, you know, and the military, uh, the department of defense, anybody, this is not there. This is not me speaking for them, right? It's my own personal belief. And they want to throw me on the chopping block because I am criticizing the commander in chief and it is what it is. But well, you're not criticizing anything. You're just stating facts. Yeah. You're just, well, you're, you're giving your. I think I, we know that based I'm based on facts. We know that I'm stating facts. They might not see it that yeah. way. Well, yeah. Anyways, anyway. so the, the what we're getting at here is 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 Biden preaching unity or is he preaching uniformity and conformity um, instead under the guise of unity um, and. A lot of what uh, I read and looked at um, would seem to lend credence to the fact that Biden is doing that rather than trying to unify the country or or preach, you know, unity. So we can all work, you know, he wants us all to work towards this common goal of ending racism and being nice to each other and, and, and getting the country back on track, yada, yada, yada. Perfect. That, that's great. fine. Super great. Let's do that. We don't what what doesn't need to happen in that is we don't all have to agree on every single issue at the same time in the same place in order to be unified. We could be unified and working towards the same goal without all believing the same thing. We can have differing opinions and still work together. All right, but what what he's kind of preaching at more more so is let's all work towards the same goal and let's all think the same thing and not have any differing of difference of opinion or anything like that. And this is that that's when I that's, this is where we start to go a little bit like eh. continue. This, this is why 
I truly believe, and I think I mentioned it last podcast where a Fox News contributor said, I'm trying to think of his exact words. He said four years ago that a rise of the third party was likely. And he says that the rise of the third party in 2024 is downright predictable or, or it, it was very, very uh, likely yeah. to happen essentially because people are finally getting involved in politics. And I've said it before, whether you like Trump or not, one thing that no one can disagree on is that he finally got people paying attention. It's true. Hate him, love him, somewhere in the in between, people finally were like, hey, um, this kind of matters. This is this is somewhat important. So we should probably pay attention and do some research and figure out who we want to vote for here. And we had Trump for four years who claimed he was going to drain the swamp. We had Spike on who told us about everything that he did in the positive. He basically washed out in the negatives, which honestly I hadn't thought of like that, but it was great to have a conversation. And now you're going to have Joe Biden who comes in on his inauguration speech and says he's going to unify and he's going to close the divide and he's going to bring people together. And then in four years, we're still going to have the same bickering and arguing and the same monkeys throwing poop at each other from the right side and the left side and hopefully people start to see that this is all i don't want to call it a facade but for the sake of using words i'll call it a facade this this veil that that government has over the people to where we have to play politics and we have to make sure um, this lobbyist is agreeing with that lobbyist, right. and it, it's not going to change. It's going to exactly. be the same old shit for four more years. All right. Uh, Wolverine, yes, agreed. It's okay to disagree agreeably, not with open hostility. Yes, sure. Combo's here. Welcome, Combo. Uh, Haley and Wade also here. Wade said that yes. imminent, imminent is the word that was used in regards. That's and correct. that is 100% correct. So another article I read, um, and this came off humanevents.com, and I've not heard of this website before, but it was an interesting article to read. Um, and I'm tr- I was trying to decipher, you know, what their leanings were. Um, I couldn't really figure it out, but there's some, there was some decent, there's some decent stuff in here. So I'll kind of pull some stuff, um, out of this, but, but, uh, a lot of what, what has been said recently is the fact that, um, right now the Democrats are, are really hanging on to the fact, to their hatred of Trump and that's, what's holding them together. Um, hey, guess what? The impeachment trial starts tomorrow. Exactly. For a guy who's already out of office. Yeah. So, and that's another thing that that's 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 come along right now is is that if Biden was really about unifying the country and, and unity, that he would just be like, let's not let's not proceed with this impeachment because it's not it's just not shut it down, a, just shut it down. A a the guy is already out of office. So now what you're trying to do is you're bringing a a guy who is now a private citizen back into. A congressional hearing it's not a it's not a it's not a federal court case it's not a civil court case it's a private citizen being tried in front of congress and they're trying to um they're, they're basically doing it backwards and this 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 other thing came off um a video i watched again from fox news but it was the guy levin made a good point um the articles of impeachment work as, as such. You, you, you. It's to remove someone in office who every, ev- basically everyone agrees is not fit for office anymore. You go through. You present evidence. You present witnesses. You, you know, go through due process to determine whether or not he did what you say he did. 
in this case, they're trying to say, um, you know, he incited um, insurrection, right? So you go through that due process to figure out whether or not he actually did that. Then, after that, you can decide whether or not he's allowed to run for office again. How this, and I'm going to say this, how this kangaroo court is preceding itself in this is the fact is they're running it backwards they're trying to decide whether or not he can run for office again before deciding if he exactly if he even um incited an insurrection and another point that that levin made which i thought was a good point was the fact that if trump as the president wanted to incite an insurrection against congress he wouldn't have got 100 to 200 to thousand thousand like hotheads gathered together and used them to 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 storm the capitol building to incite an insurrection he, he's the commander-in-chief he wanted to do if he actually wanted an insurrection he could have just mobilized military but at that point you get into a lot of shit about the military being like well that's an unlawful order i'm not going to do that that kind of shit well and and what i'll say about that is he might have not directly incited a riot and i'm not even saying and that there's you, not even any evidence I, in the impeachment um articles and it's not a very thick document i think it's only 76 pages but in it there's no evidence that he actually did that there's 22 people right now that are being cited for storming the capitol and each one of their lawyers is basically taking the approach that they were listening to their commander-in-chief they were following orders blah 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 so so to to have that argument in the court of law among that many lawyers there has to be some sort of substantial evidence there right. but <laughs> but here's here's where it goes though right there's only one positive outcome of him being impeached and that impeachment holding up and that's that he cannot run for president ever again right so like you said they're they're putting the cart before the horse and saying well, let's impeach him to make sure that he never gets to run again. Which is unfair We're, to the 74 million Americans that voted for him because they're trying to decide will. who you can and can't vote for at this point. And the thing is, if they would just come together and unifiedly agree that, hey, that's not the type of person that we want running this office. Let's come together as Republicans and Democrats and agree that that guy in 2024 is is not going to be around again we're going to do all that we can to ensure that this country is run in a diplomatic and um positive unification way but instead the democrats still want to take their high ground and say gee damn it we're going to make history and this is the only president in history that's been impeached twice and we're going to impeach him and gee damn it we're gonna make sure he never runs again well just stop the games dude just well they don't have it. anything just, i don't think they have together. anything else to hold on to the, the democratic party is so divided in of itself right now with the far leaning the far left leaning democrats and the more con conservative moderate democrats not agreeing you on anything won. they yeah they won but they're so divided you on their won. own issues that they this is all they have the whole this is the only thing that they have to to unify him right now and if they just keep beating this pinata then then they don't have to focus on anything else just to address the chat real quick combo i am definitely going to talk about tesla buying a million and a half billion in bitcoin and uh wade and i were talking about that earlier but anyway to wrap this up you won democrats you won he's gone the more you talk about him it 
it, so I work in the window industry, right? It's like another company coming into a home before I go into that home and them sitting there and slandering my company for an hour, right? What's that going to do? As soon as that company walks out, they're going to call me because they've just brought attention to my company. So the more you sit and throw shit at the other side, the more people are still looking at the other side and being like, well, what does he have to say about this? You know, you're, you're bringing right. him, you're fueling the very same thing that you wish to eliminate. Right. But and it, if it, it's, it's, in, I just, if Trump know. is smart over the next six months, he'll just sit back and not say anything about any of it. And then he'll come back out and be like, Oh, Hey guys. And, and start again. And, and this time he'll need to, he'll need to take this. If, if, you know, if he's smart, he'll take these next six months to sit back, reflect on what went wrong, how he messed up and and learn from it actually learn from it and see what you know see what's going on right now and then make a comeback and then i think if he's smart about it and does it the right way he could he got a very viable chance of, of becoming the president again in 2024 wolverine just said it best they're gonna make trump a martyr right You're right setting the stage for another 2024 trump wave you're you're it's just like they did when he was against hillary mm-hmm and look, I'm not saying like by no they means am I a, a, a staunch like Trump supporter. I'm just trying to look at this in an objective ass way. I'm not a Trump supporter. And I'm just saying, like, if if he's smart and goes about this in the right way, he can make a comeback in 2024. And what's gonna happen if this it they what really needs to happen is they just need to drop the impeachment. The guy's out of office, you won, leave it alone. Stop. Just stop. Yep. If you insist on doing this, it's not gonna help you. But the other thing that that is that is that is coming out of this is is that is that and, and I think I agree with this as well is that Nancy Pelosi represents a small bit of San Francisco, and she is sitting there trying to decide for the country who can and cannot run for president, based on this because she's trying to stand up there and tell tell you that no Trump's not allowed to run for president anymore, without even. She's 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 trying to say that he's not allowed to run for president anymore before even going through proceedings. And you have to go through these due process and these proceedings to get to a point where then you look at it and go, okay, yes, he's not fit to run for office. But what's going to happen is it's not going to pass the Senate. No. It's not going to garner enough votes in the Senate for that to happen. So at this point, it's just a bunch of bullshit, and they just need to let it go. And and listen, I don't want Trump to run again either. Right. I, I hope like hell that someone from the right, like Dan Crenshaw – Someone like that, or even we get a mixed party or a third party or something. I hope like hell in 2024, we have a candidate. I don't care if it's on the right or the left or the libertarian or the green. I don't care who it is. I just want somebody to vote that I can believe in, that I can believe truly has the best interest of the country at heart. And I can't say that in my entire lifetime, I voted for a president that with 100% certainty, I thought they had the country's best interest at heart. And there was no lobbyists at play. There was no party politics. There was nothing. Just, I want to come in and do the best that I can for this country. And I haven't seen one yet. Not even Joe Jorgensen? Well, anyone that won i should say okay gotcha yeah no joe jorgensen i dude like i said i've said many times i had a gary johnson sign in my yard right and it pissed my republican friends off because they're like oh the wasted vote i'm like 
well, Gary Johnson's making the most sense right now. Right. Um, shit, I thought Kanye made more sense than some of the elected leaders that we had. If you sat and actually listened to it, yeah, the guy's crazy. Don't get me wrong. 100%. But I still felt more compassion from him than I did like the Ted Cruz's or the Marco Rubio's or on the left. I don't, I didn't watch many of them, but like Andrew Yang, vote for in a heartbeat. Tulsi Gabbard, vote for in a heartbeat. Dan Crenshaw, yep. Like there's so many people that you could put on that stage that I would actually vote for, but it continues to be the same old cast of characters that I'm like, I don't know. I just don't, uh, I think there's some shady shit going on behind the scenes. I think his son might uh, have some credit cards in China that all of his uh, family has access to, right. i.e. Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Like, yep. I, I don't, I don't, I don't have a lot of faith in those guys. No. And so you're done, you're done fixing to get me fired up then. <laughs> So yeah, a lot of a lot of what I see today is just that they're um, they're dismissing a, like um a, a seventy four million Americans that that voted, you know that did vote for Trump this go around. So they're preaching this 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 rhetoric of unity and stuff, but they're also they also have been you know you know sweeping away or or not acknowledging the feelings of these these Americans that that still voted you know for for Trump and have even you know this is me just you know recounting what I've read but they've even gone as far to say that the children of these so those you know these trumpists they're calling them trumpists and they're calling the people that follow Trump is like a trump cult um they they've they they're going as far to say that you know some of these more crazy crazy people are saying that these these the kids of these people need to be taken to and this is a quote re-education camps to get <laughs> to get the trump stuff out of their head and then and then you know the the adults and that to be to be deprogrammed um you know from the trump rhetoric so they're preaching this 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 um you know again this rhetoric of unity but but in order to get there we need to re-educate the people that voted for trump so that they think more like us and and we re-educate their or pre pre even pre-program their kids to think like us so that we don't you know so that we can continue unified and in a healthier America. But that's not a healthy version of anything. That's 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 how that's how Nazi Germany started. That's how the gulags in Soviet Russia ran. Um, China's still doing that now. We covered this a while ago in Jing, the I, I think I'm right in saying this, but the the Xinjiang province where all those um, uh, the Uyghur uh, Muslims are, they're getting forced into camps and getting re-educated on 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 what what you know what it means to be someone who lives in in China. You know, this is how a Chinese person is. You know, you're not Muslim. You're freaking whatever the national religion of China is. I don't know. Well, I've talked about this before also, and I hate to sound like a broken record, but um, it comes from the same place when you say what the hell are those people thinking when they storm the Capitol. And immediately come into the conclusion of, well, they're all just racist, bigot assholes versus really thinking, well, what are these people thinking? And so many of us are on the same page, dude. So many of us want the same things, but we continue to listen to the rhetoric that divides us. Right. It happens over and over and over again. Like, 
see the writing on the wall, see that the little guy continues to get smushed. And it's by the same powers that we elect year in and year out. And it's going to take a change within our two party system, whether that's a Democrat or Republican, again, third party, Green Party, whatever. But there has to be some sort of systematic change within our government powers that enables the little guy to actually be able to finish on top for once yeah which like and then that's not that's going to be a steep hill to climb because the 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 one percent and the elitist would would rather not see the little guy get you know get ahead um well why would i give up my position and my power um when i don't have to exactly right if i can just continue to push the same narrative but you know, this is you know they're all saying that like the Trumpists or whatever you know there's some of some of the far crazies on that side are saying oh you need to reeducate these people. But you could it it goes both ways. There's people on the other side that are so far up Biden's ass, um, and whatever the Democrat the Democrats are pumping out that that you could you know make this someone could make the same argument going the other way. Absolutely. And that's just just like that boils down to the the, the big problem in this country is that. You know we're so divided on that but you know we can we can stay i wouldn't say necessarily divided but we can keep our our thoughts and our beliefs on either side of the aisle and even even muddy the the middle of the aisle if you would with third party stuff or thoughts or whatever it doesn't matter but you don't have to give up your thoughts and beliefs and and um and uh you know your moral compass. your moral compass your moral guidelines yeah. Yeah. to in order to 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 move the country forward there was another point that was made in this article is that even you know during the the civil war um people vehemently disagreed with each other after it was over we still moved the country forward and people still disagreed but we still and that's okay and it was fine but we still came together through those disagreements and healed our country from a from the 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 horror that was the civil war and moved forward and i'm not saying that everything was like hunky dory after that obviously there was many many years of just outright blatant you know racism and and just heinousness but we still moved forward well that's the same people that stormed the capitol hill dude it's it's the same people that stormed the capitol hill were the same ones that refused to let go of racism it's the exact same mindset. Right. We're pissed because we got beat and we refuse to accept this. So now we're going to revolt. Granted, slavery and racism has lasted. I mean, the ver- reverberations are still being felt, you know. But who's to say that the reverber- reverberations from the Trump election won't? reverberate just as long right you know it's it's this it's ignorance that's what it always comes down to is ignorance people unable to accept what's in front of them and try to seek for a better tomorrow let's just sit on the past and let's just fight for what we think is right instead of moving forward and just trying to find a better tomorrow exactly and this is you know and so this is Another thing, and this will tie into kind of the other thing that I want to talk about a little bit, and it's that article that you sent me earlier this week. Um, So Biden also went ahead and signed a executive order um, along the lines of basically, you know, to to confront the threat that is, you know, domestic terrorism. And I put that in quotes because uh, 
I'm not discounting the fact that there are domestic terrorists, but you know, he, the left called everybody that stormed the Capitol domestic terrorists, which, right or wrong, it was. If you stormed and breached the Capitol and you were in places that you weren't supposed to be and you were calling for the hanging of Nancy Pelosi and saying, where's uh, Mike Pence? Then yeah, that's kind of a domestic terrorist. Right. So, you know, by all means, use that to to punish people that that you know perform actions that would fall under you know terroristic threats and terroristic actions. That's fine. But this, you know, this thing goes as far to say as um, you know, they will will focus on uh, addressing evolving threats, radicalization, the role of social media, opportunities to improve information sharing, operational resources, and more. And this came from, I don't know how to say her last name, I'm going to say Pisaki, the the White House uh, press secretary now. Um, But she she was saying, you know, I'll read the whole quote, actually. The rise of domestic violence extremism is a serious and growing national security threat. The Biden administration will confront this threat with the necessary resources and resolve. Uh, and then she went on to to say what I just said. The NSC convened process will focus on addressing evolving threats, radicalization, the role of social media, opportunities to improve information sharing and operational responses and more. Okay. So the target of these investigations when, it, you know, if and when they occur um, was not clearly stated in that. Um and, you know, and he did, you know, Biden identified the Trump supporters who stormed the Capitol building as a riotous mob and domestic terrorists. That's fine. Those dudes were well and truly in the wrong. Classify them as domestic terrorists if you want. But, um, and I'm trying to scrub through this really fast because there's some stuff that I I wanted to, to point out. Um, all right, so um, there's, there's a... Um, Along these lines of you know fighting domestic terrorism, there is a a a bill being sponsored by the impeachment happy um, Adam Schiff from California. He's actually a Republican from California um, that would allow domestic terrorists to be prosecuted in the same manner as foreign terrorists. Okay, um, and this article goes on to say that the problem with creating such a label is that it is subject to a bo- uh, to broad political interpretation. Well, that's. That's the thing about it is the second you start leaving things up to interpretation versus the letter of the law, you enter into a situation which is not the law system. Exactly. So that's why there's a lot of people um, on actually both sides of the aisle that are worried about this because, you know, uh, they're like, where's the stipulations in this? Where's the guidelines? Like, what does this exactly. actually look like? Because, you know, they're saying, what characteristics are we looking for building a profile of, you know, a domestic terrorist or an extremist? You know, what, you know, what are you talking about there? Is it, what do you classify? You know, is it religious extremists? So that could cover a wide variety of religions, not even, exactly. and not even just Christians or evangelical Christians, which, you know, those happen to be a lot of Trump supporters, but they can happen on both sides. Like, where's the where's the classification in that like when does when does someone look at that and go ah you're getting too crazy about your religion calm down or we're going to classify you all right yeah. so like that's 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 very that's very scary um and then you could take it even further to go you know is it you know is it people at a pro life demonstration do they count is it people at a pro abortion demonstration do they count uh, even people that um 
of the LGBTQI community are worried about this because you know what happens if they get a little bit too rowdy about whatever about what they're supporting. So then 